Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> everyone to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from December the 23rd, 1989. Ho, ho, ho. We are two days away from Christmas, Doc, and it's hard to believe that we're here in 1989, literally about to turn the calendar again. I can't believe it. I'm sitting here with you, Hopper. Well, he's late, but what's new? It always happens that way, doesn't it? How you doing, Doc? Man, I'm doing all right, I guess. Um... Tonight is the, you know, I really do have to believe that we have got maybe one of the best shows ever tonight. What do you think? I'm not going to go there. Best show Come on. The best ever? This is the night where we sit down and go pick by pick through our, our seven-round mock, mock draft and see where we got it right. I have no clue what you mean by that, but okay. Do you watch the NFL draft? I watched the first round, watched... Most of the second and third from there, I was kind of in and out because it was over the course of a, you know, Saturday. And yeah, so I watched most of it, though. Did you see that kid that the Jets drafted for quarterback? Jet Zach Wilson? Yeah. Did you see his mama? Mm, yeah. You look younger than us. Mm, that's possible, yeah. She had a mask on. I mean, what? I couldn't really. Oh, know, not the one I saw. Oh, okay. I mean, what are you saying? You sound like a creep right now. What the hell's wrong with you? Why is that a? Did you just hit mute or something? Because you, I just went dead. Huh? He did hit mute. Or he can't work a system over there. What's going on, Doc? Did you drop? Are you there? Hey, pal. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. Why not? Oh, what did you do? Hit mute? What's going on? No, I'm sitting right here asking why you think it's creepy for me to think a 40-year-old woman is good looking. Uh, you just seemed like really creepy, man. Dude, we are an unprofessional podcast. Did you not get the memo? <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of that, I did some research, and we may need to get rid of that unprofessional part, pal. Why is that? Because I get a feeling some of these other pods are making some real money. And it was cute to say, uh, we don't have any ads for the Army, but if we can make some serious money, we might need to sell ourselves. Yeah, you know, if this uh, Patreon business doesn't pick up much more, I'm going to have to uh, dip into the 
to the honey pot, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. But you know, we've turned down plenty of offers. You know, we re- really have. We, we, we would be like Austin in the suit and tie, <laughs> <laughs> trying to play ball. Yeah, and one person. You and I would be, and then Harper would be like mankind in the tie. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, like, and the thing was, I got an offer from someone and it was okay. But I mean, if you've, if you listen to some pods nowadays, I mean, five, six commercials every episode, and it just wasn't something that I was looking forward to doing. So, products that I don't believe in. So, I couldn't do it, man. I just what, couldn't. What was it? Books? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly wasn't KY Jelly. I mean, <laughs> illiterate bastard. So, um, you and I have some hard times upon us. Hopper's on. Keep talking. I'm oh, okay. Well, let's get him in here for this. He he'll want to hear this too. He may have some hard times. Well, as I'm bringing him in, we need to see, who, bring, see who's got some hard times. As I'm bringing him in, in, let me sh- let me shout out disrespectfully, classy Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Jeremy Priest, Joe Ice. Thank you for your generous patronage each and every month. Become a patron at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Help the show out. Get a lot of extra stuff in return. I'm dialing in Hopper now. Hopefully he'll join us and uh, he'll answer because he was green. There he is. Hey. What's up, man? Hey, we're already we're already live and loaded. We're, we're already talking. Yeah. Uh, how you how you doing this week? How did this? The, but, what's that? I'm, well, you, I'm, you, you, you were probably taking your pre-show dump. And so I just want to see how that, it did. You yeah. Know, spinal. Did I have a little a brain stem? A bit of middle. Remember that show? No. No? No. Okay. What show? Malcolm in the Middle. That little oh, I shit became like a I race car driver and shit. He left acting. Damn, really? I was wondering yeah. what the fuck happened to him. Hey, well, Harper. What I would have said is, how do you remember, how do you know that detail if you don't remember the show? Because I'd never seen him anything past that. Oh. Well, how how else is it going? I'm doing great. Doing great. That's good to hear. Living the dream, we're sure. We're sure. Kicking ass and eating ass. So, are Harper, you, how's that? Wait, are wait, you wait, able wait. To... Are you eating it first or are you kicking it first? Do you kick it to like tenderize it? Yeah, and then... I gotta tenderize it like that that like that meat hammer thing. What do you call that? <laughs> meat <laughs> mallet. Yeah, it, it's like the something you'll see in like a fucking Conan or something. And then do you stick a meat thermometer in there to see what the temperature is? Oh, I just use my tongue for that. Okay. That's, what I was, that's kind of what I was thinking, but I uh, just wanted to confirm. That's that's good. <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. Did you say, did you say, do you put a meat thermometer in your butthole? Yeah. yeah. So it's got that little what? pointy start, you know, thing yeah. at the end. You just got to keep it loose. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tense Grow up. up. What you, the hell? you definitely, you definitely want, don't want to tense up on that. Uh, oh, God. I got my first shot. Oh shit! Oh. Yeah. Wow. Once you're okay. all vaxxed, we can start hanging out again. Yeah. And and like we're getting close. I would imagine, you know. So wait, wait, wait. Um, were you, were there a lot of people there? Fuck no. There was nobody there. That's why I did it. I went to this little local pharmacy. Down the street to pick up some shit, and it had a sign and like, "Yeah, COVID test available." You know, walk in. So I was like, "Yeah, fuck it." You know, while I'm here. So now, did your arm hurt afterwards? 
It's a little. When did you get this shot? Uh, yesterday. Okay. Uh, do you mind sharing what brand you got? Oh, what was it? The one that starts with an M. Moderna. Yeah. That's Moderna. the one I got. That's the one they. Hey, that's the one they give white people. Yeah, Moderna <laughs> thirty-five. That's when Mike went to school. No, I didn't. I did not go to McDonough thirty-five. Jesus. They, they give. On. They give them. They give the good stuff to those of us they want to live. Yeah, and Mike's people get that Johnson and Johnson shit. The blood clots, dude. Yeah, it's it's, it's all a conspiracy. Um, so I was talking when we when you came in about hard times, and Mike and I have had some hard times. Um, do you have any holidays this month, Harper? Do we? No. You know, Mike, Mike, you had something special just happen. What did you just have happen? Something special. Friggin' between goddamn Valentine's Day and mid-May with Mother's Day is like the death cycle. I got Valentine's Day, two kids' birthdays, anniversary, oh, and Mother's Day in that stretch. Damn. And when I tell you right, it so is the boots, there is that's no... That's like Future Shock Star Starcade. Absolutely. Events, You're going to be the great Muda. That's, well, dude, you nailed it. I think Mike and I are doomed instead because I also have similar problems in that just in a couple of days, my kid's birthday is on the same day as Mother's Day. Ooh. And eight days later, later, eight days later, the wife's birthday. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. I mean, she doesn't need, she buys everything that she wants already. So there's yeah. nothing she needs. And then you got two of them back to back within a week. How old you kid? I went, you know, I went on. I went on one of those websites. There's like twenty three things you need around the house, and we already have like seventeen of them. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> Here's some fucking wine. Get drunk. I don't know. How old your kid going to be? Nine. Oh. Well, you don't play with toys anymore, huh? He's still at that age. He never really played with toys. Yeah. What do, what do kids like to do these days, Mike? A tablet. Tablet or a, a video tablet, game. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, today's today's kids aren't um I mean this was even a thing when mine were uh, you know, younger than ten. I mean they 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 were into they're they're the electronic generation, man. Toys like you and I with the He Man, G. I. Joe. Yeah. Bro, that, that that's that's stupid to them. Wow, that's yeah. so. So, where you get them? Mm, video games. Video game. Video games. That's it. Yeah, for the most part. That sucks. Well, I mean, and then when and then when you get a teenage daughter, I mean, that's a whole nother ball of wax. I mean, oh yeah, um, you got to get the Heather. I'm gonna get him a Heather Locklear poster. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? That's the chick from TJ Hooker. What's TJ Hooker? It was a show on TV. What's TV? Well, there you go. So <laughs> we're all in a salty mood, but the one big holiday coming up that we would we have to talk about is our BTT birthday. Well, why? What are we going to talk? What are we going to do for that? We're still three weeks away, so we don't really need to talk about it just yet. 
we want to give everybody a lot of heads up so they can send us gifts. Actually, two weeks away. What am I saying? That's just two See? weeks away. Yeah. Six years, bro. Six, Six years. Think of all the shitty podcasts that have come and gone while we just keep Boy, it no kidding. That's Lots true. of them. Lots of them. Ric Flair went through two. Hey, Austin's hey. is just running reruns now. How many have how many have died since uh, we became a thing, Doc? The podcast or the host? Oh Jesus! I was talking about podcasts, not people. Well, technically, if the host dies, that probably kills the podcast too. I I would agree. I mean, yeah. Okay, I don't know. It's too many to keep up with. Um. I know that you want to get moving because you said you needed to go uh, spend quality time with Sasha later tonight, and we don't want you to get in trouble. Um, we I did love have how a, you, a, a. I love how what? you throw that at me when you're the one who gets blown up at around the sixty minute mark. No, 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 <laughs> that's not going to happen because I'm not drinking again tonight. Because my one of my Mother's Day presents this week for Miss Doc is I can look at her on Sunday and go, "See, I didn't get all drunk this week." So you're Happy admitting month. that you are a drunk. Okay, good. Happy no, getting drunk and being a drunk are two different things. Dude, and you are an alcoholic, bro. There's no other way to say, say it. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. That's what you're everybody else needs to do alcoholic for Mother's too. Day. I hope you, uh, this will come out after Mother's Day, but I hope you just went up to your mom and said, I'm not drunk today. Happy Mother's Day. You're, you're the worst welcome. kind of alcoholic because you got money. That's the worst problem. Why? Because you can just buy whatever alcohol you want I've, and I've be doing, in denial. I've wanted to get drunk in my life and not had money. So I can tell you that this side of it is a lot better. Well, poor alcoholics have it harder because, I mean, like, you know, people look at them and go, oh, you're a wino, clean up your life, get a good job. Rich drunks, they just, they got, no, I got I got a good job, so why do I need to clean up and not be an alcoholic? Yeah, they got a parachute. Yeah. They can afford to be fucking idiots. Yeah, that's exactly it. So I congratulate you on being a... Rich alcoholic. Uh, and I trade it all in a second to have Harper's situation where his significant other is a bartender. Yeah. Hey, hey Harper, so is uh, um is your girl's injury, you know, that's not causing any problems with the circle, circle, dot, dot, is it? Or are you still able to, you no, know, I mean, get, she can't get in the yam bag fucking, and everything? Uh, she can't run from me. <laughs> no, she can't run from me. <laughs> so you, you're just still plowing away, huh, pal? No. He's what? full of it. I mean, she's got a fucked up knee. So you ain't trying to fuck her kneecap, are you? That's nice. Come on. (laughs) Going to hell. He thinks he's funny. He thinks he's funny. He's laughing. (laughs) Hey, we're supposed to have fun. I want want to know why you call us the most unprofessional podcast out there if you don't want us to say anything. Because of y'all two. Y'all are terrible. You and Hopper are terrible. What? We are bad people. That's yeah, true. We are not good humans. <laughs> he's like, he's like, well, you're not trying to bang her knee. Jesus, that's nice. Grow up. Throw throw up in a in a like a a holster, like in a hospital bed where her knees lifted, and just you know work around it. Grab a hold. <laughs> true, huh? Just grab a hold. I don't believe for two seconds that Harper's not going to Pound Town, bro. Oh come on, Pound Town. Look at you. What? 30 seconds ago, you're admonishing us on being terrible humans, and you're talking about Pound Town. What? I don't believe for two seconds that Harper's practicing abstinence during his time when his girl's down. 
for the well, I'm Catholic, so. Hmm. All right, Doc, you got a five-star review you need to read? I do have a quick five-star review. want to make sure that we do give Travis Wilson a little bit of love. We got a five-star from him. It says, still loving the show. Thanks for all the hard work with the devil horns thrown up in the air. So I'm assuming his favorite band is Winger. Oh. Nah, I'm just kidding. Nobody's favorite band is Winger. No. The hell with the devil. Remember that album? That was, that the... was Stripe. Well, same thing. Kind of, except <laughs> Winger's hit was about molesting a 17-year-old. That's true. Well, you want to talk about trying to release that shit. Try releasing that. I think we've talked about that before. Yeah. 17. Daddy says she's too young, but she's old enough. Old enough for me. What the hell is that? No rock and roll songs until you mentioned the one about a 17-year-old girl. Well, we talked about that one before, you idiot. And now he knows all the lyrics. He's got the greatest hits album. We've talked CD. about Winger before. I think what we talked it? about it what on the Rock song Band. Episode. It's the single. <laughs> it's the CD single. All right, I got some. I got some shout outs, Doc. Can we get to that? That we can get into the main I show? think we should definitely do some shout outs. This is a, is this about our burgeoning patron list? I guess if you can call it that. Uh, so real quick, uh, we got Christopher Hansen, new patron. Christopher F, new patron. Uh, thank you for signing up. Again, if you're not a patron, become one at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's how you get all the pre-shows, the uh, pay-per-views, the clashes, all that stuff. Uh, Doc and I did another pre-show tonight where we recorded uh, an episode on the Roddy Piper documentary. We talked about that along with the Kane and Undertaker memorabilia show. So please check it out. Uh, again, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. And then one other thing, shout out to longtime patron, Robert Smith for the Dan Housen cameo that he sent me. Thanks, Robert. Hopefully they will there will be a Wildcat show in the next few months or years. Whenever this damn pandemic is done and we can meet up with the rest of the BTT crew and army. I know you said you wanted to go last year when I talked to you, so hopefully eventually we'll have one. Harper, any word wait, on wait, that? Wait, I mean wait, um, wait, wait, wait. I said we're back so that we could hang out. Not that we could hang out with the people. They don't have vaccination strong enough for that. Oh. Hopper, like I was saying uh, before, the village fucking drunk uh, interrupted me. <laughs> uh, what uh, uh, what's going on? Have you heard any more or no at this point? Uh, no. Hopefully within okay. the next month or two. Yeah, I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to come down to Wildcat. I'm ready to come to an event. I will say that. Uh, so yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to make it happen, man. Whenever, whenever that is, and I'm just gonna say it. I know we usually wait for X-rated. But Harper, did, should we just have the uh, the BTT meet up at whenever the next event is and not wait for X rated? I mean, whatever. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat, Michael. You think Harper? Well, I haven't seen you in two him. years, uh, Buttercup. So you know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing you again. Oh, yeah. that's no. great. Hey, yeah. just so Bring. you know, and it's oh, it's it's not. <laughs> just so you know, I find it amusing, not a problem that all of you on Twitter sit around talking about me and drinking white claws. It, it's cute. The truth hurts, I doesn't it? I still got to see it. Uh, I can give you the fucking football. Yeah. <laughs> you were supposed to see Send me last June. No, I'm going to be down there. Oh, really? I mean, all I, right. No, no. I'm saying like, as soon as they have an event, I'm going to go. Oh, really? All right. Well, there you go. 
Bro, my wife is begging me to get out of the damn house. Trust me, I'm gonna be Bring your gear. Yeah. That won't happen. But yeah, oh, we can get I mean, we get you, you in know, from Te- we get you in from Texas. We get Tommy Rich in from George or Tennessee, and it's on. I'm yeah. currently politicking to uh, to do to do commentary with Hopper on a few matches, so we'll <laughs> see how that goes. Uh, Luke Luke said uh, I would be doing commentary at one point, but uh, he may have been drunk that night himself, so who knows? That's nice. Anyway, uh, you know. He's Luke. He's got large arms, and he's got the ego the size of his arms as well. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, don't be a Darren, everybody out there. Okay, Doc, do we need to get into this show, or what are we doing here? Well, you sounded like a guy who wanted, was trying to get your shit in right there. Um, I say we go to. I say we go to the show because we have a good one to talk about here today. This is some good wrestling. Is it really? I don't know. You tell me. I think I well, watched been... the right one. I hope oh. so. <sighs> What's this, 51? Watch... <laughs> no. Oh. Well, let's get going. It was 50, uh, December the 23rd, 1989, Hopper. You should have texted 50? me. Like... Yes, yes, I yes. clicked on 50, 50, and it was start. It was Future Shock. And I was like, okay, it must be 51. Hmm. No, Hopper, it's okay. Did it start off with with the the Future Shock Starcade intro? I'm sharing it right now on my screen. That's how it started. Fuck. World Championship Wrestling logo. Well, it's okay. We'll drag you through like we normally do, or you'll drag us through. So the show opens from Greensboro, North Carolina uh, this week at the the Coliseum. Wait, Just wait till 1990. We'll get to see all the milk commercials. They're coming. Don't worry. They'll be on the show. Uh, we open up. We've got Jr. He's going to welcome us in. And Doc, we've got Jr. and Gordon Soley, who they tell us Sullivan is in Ireland for the next few weeks on personal business. And I popped at that, and I didn't look up to see where Sullivan may have been or may not have been. So I'm sure he's somewhere. I don't know about Ireland, but Doc, any thoughts on the opening? I popped too because I imagine he's in Japan making money. Yeah. Then, now, I mean, why don't they just say that then? Maybe they're having a falling out with New Japan or All Japan or uh, good old JR has another color commentator. And oh, by the way, he has to do it with his idol, which probably isn't easy. It's fine. Oh, but you, I mean, Gordon's Gordon's okay. been doing commentary in WCW now for for a while. But he's just not really been on the Saturday Night Show. Okay. What else you got from the opening, Doc? Uh, uh, Greensboro Coliseum. Good-looking building, man. There we go. Sure is. So we got the Midnight Express. They're going to take on the Fantastics, but it's the Fantastics of Jackie Fulton and Bobby Fulton, that version, which we were very accustomed to as we watched Smoky Mountain Wrestling because they were there for the first uh, seven or eight months as a tag team there. Uh, the Midnight are going to win. I don't know if it was anything special. It was a good TV match. Uh, they gave them close to 10 minutes, so it was good stuff. Doc, I'll throw it to you. What do you have? Well, coming to the ring, first of all, wonderful, you know, to hear the jams of the Midnight Express. This is pay-per-view quality in the opening match on a Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, they 
curtain they jerk said, here, but did it did the Chiron say the new Fantastics? Uh, did it? I didn't see that. If it did, I that think was it just said the Hold Fantastics. On. It said the Fantastics, but they kept calling them the new Fantastics. Oh, oh, and putting new in front of shit isn't good. Yeah, that's never good. Right, but so they it's the Fantastics on the Chiron, but they call them the new Fantastics. Jackie Fulton looks like Kendall Wyndham looks wishes he looked. Yeah, Jackie's got more meat on his bones than Kendall. Yeah, did. that's for sure. Man, I've no, I've known this before, but it really popped out at me in this match. Bobby Fulton throws a hell of a right hand punch. I agree. Bobby Fulton, just in general, was a really good wrestler. And you know something? We saw this in Smoky Mountain. As a tag team, I know everybody knows, everybody realizes, you know, Tommy and Bobby were the Fantastics, but Doc, would you agree that they weren't like a bad version of the Fantastics together? No. Jackie uh -uh. and Tommy. They were really good. Yeah. They are really Um, good. I mean, it's like, but it's like saying the heavenly bodies are really good, but you'd prefer Stan Lane with Bobby Eaton. What do you mean, Stan Lane with Bobby Eaton? You the mean, heavenly bodies were a good tag team, right? But but I'd Bobby but Eaton, if I if I'm going to put Stan Lane with one person, it's not going to be Steve Kern or or Del Rey or or Pritchard or any of those other guys. It's going to be Bobby Eaton. So if I, I disagree, I, if we're talking about a team known as the Heavenly Bodies, I don't have a problem with Stan and Doctor Tom. It's not that I said I had a problem no, with it, Michael. Did you did you just listen to this white man? <laughs> That's what's wrong with you people. You just hear what you want to hear. <laughs> That's fucked up. Just delete that. That's the first time you've ever said that. <laughs> so you know it. See, so you know it's extra special. <laughs> okay, Doc. Whatever you say. I'm just saying that I don't even know what I was saying anymore. I hate you, and I hate this show. And I'm about to Harper <laughs> threw you off. <laughs> You're constantly just picking at me like a small child. If I wanted to deal with that shit, I'd go out in the other room and parent my kid, my kids. Oh my god, you're playing the victim right now. Holy crap. Oh, that was good. You are the victim all of a sudden. Dish it out but can't take it. Wow. Wow. 6 years of 6 years of being victimized by your crap. Yeah. In Hopper's run-ins. <laughs> all right uh oh doc any other thoughts on this Can like i said it was a good match finish? um i don't have anything like special from it do you mean me you want me to fast forward to it so you can talk about it or what i just put that the finish looked like a rough move to take but i don't i didn't even didn't write down what it was me so either <laughs> the bird at him? i did yeah i mean this is greensboro they still think it's real there in, in 89 right wouldn't you agree? Yeah. They haven't killed the town yet. They haven't, they haven't killed it yet. But, you know, uh, it's the midnight curtain jerker. I think here's a finish, Doc, that you were talking about. Oh, it's like the total elimination. Oh, he hit, he hit Jackie really good. 
And the, the the why was Bobby getting in the ring so quick? God, he did. He could have broke that up if he really wanted to. But anyway, yeah. the midnight win, and that was that. All Clean right, pin, cleanish pin. That kind of surprised mm-hmm. me here. Well, he he did break it up, but the ref kept counting, right? The ref kept counting. Yep. Yeah. All right, Doc. We got Luger here. It's meat and potatoes. He tells Sting he's going to take him down once and for all. Did you have anything from it, or do I need to play it or not? I don't have anything from it. No, I don't have anything from it either. Yeah, it was very meat and potatoes, and and yeah, that's that. So then we go to the next match, and we got Arn Anderson and Ole Anderson, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, versus the State Patrol, which. By some weird reason, Harper does not remember them, and I'm shocked. That I he don't remember them. them. I'm sorry. I remember you saying that. I was like, God, I can't believe that. Well, we got the State Patrol, Buddy Lee Parker, James Earl. Right, hold on. Well, there's a point here where you need to hit the crowd noise. When at what point? When Arn and Oli come out, or what? Yeah, it's after uh, Arn hits the spine buster. The crowd. Oh, popped. when they explode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they popped. They popped. I mean, I'm guessing. You know, Arn's only been back. There's a sign in the crowd that says "Welcome home, Arn." Yeah. Okay. Look at the, okay. I mean, well, the one I watched, it's in the same building. Yeah, because they they did two tapings. Yeah, there, probably. Um. This would make. I mean, I'm thinking he just came back on December the sixth, so. I'm guessing this would have been his first time in Greensboro. Oh, yeah. Since he's been back. So, 1730 is your spine buster. All right, let's go. And look at the crowd behind the ring, you know, on the other side. First of all, best spine buster in the business. All right, I'm about to play it with the audio. Um, We're about 18 seconds away from it. Here it is. And watch the Downstairs they go, and double A in trouble here. In the early going of this contest. Well, I'll tell you what, if that's the way they want to go at it, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew got its name for tactics just like this, so watch for the Andersons to suddenly explode. Spine buster by Arn Anderson on Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. And the Horseman fans are well represented here in Greensboro tonight. Uh, I'd say they erupted. It didn't come through as loud as I thought it would, but they but certainly. But the visual were up on... was really good on the video of the crowd behind this, it, p- jumping up when he hit that. One hundred percent agree. Hey, really uh, good. Harper, uh, what shade of red are Oli's tights? Uh, is that like uh, Texas A and M or like Mississippi State color? Boy, I thought he was about to say something else, but I'm not going to say what What do you I think I was going to say? Me too. You're nasty, so I thought you were about to say something else. That's uh, that's nice. <laughs> I feel like I threw a uh, an Ephus pitch at you, and you, you struck out. You fouled it off. You, I don't know. What color red is that? I ain't saying it. <laughs> I, I, I was hoping you would tell me. <laughs> cycle red come on cycle red you need to push pause what the hell's wrong with y'all not me I, that isn't what I was gonna say I thought that's I what I was gonna know. say <laughs> that's a great question 
Why the hell? Fuck, if I had to get exposed to that, I'm like, get it, get fuck. It's not my fault fucking Eve ate the goddamn apple. Why do I gotta be exposed to this? <laughs> I don't know what Eve has to do with this, but okay. Women That's why God have... gave women uh, uh, pain uh, during childbirth and, yeah, and fucking periods because she didn't listen to a man and she listened to a snake and she ate the fucking apple. Okay, Father Hopper, thank you for the sermon. That's right. And there will be no dancing in this fucking town. All right, that, Father. That concludes your daily devotional with Hard Body Arthur. Peace be with you. And also Me. with you. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll never forget being a kid raised in a Catholic church. Dear God. Uh, oh, oh, wow. Show us on a doll when a bad man touched you. Mm. <laughs> this doll doesn't uh, have a booty hole, sir. Uh, come, come, come on. <laughs> I tell you, Darren's got a, a funny story where he was. No, he, uh, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. He was an altar boy, and they basically told his mom he's not coming back here. He's done. <laughs> We're talking. We're talking about the same guy who says, "What the hell, Hopper? I mean, what you talk about Bruno? You know, talk about talk about Bruno. Talk about DYD. Talk about Mid South. I mean, what the hell, man? Uh, tune in and you're talking about cycles and stuff. What the hell, bro? This is the same Darren we're talking about. That the, the priest yeah. kicked him out of um, out of mass. So just 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 for perspective here. All right, um, Doc. Any other thoughts on uh, Arn and uh, Minnesota Wrecking Crew defeating uh, State Patrol? Another clean pin. Another clean pin. Absolutely right. No run in. No, no anything like that. And while uh, the state patrol is certainly not main event talent, they're not Rick Ryder and Rock Hard Rick. So I yeah. mean, we've had two matches with some you know decent talent out there. You know, I would say they're kind of like, like a tag team uh, Ranger Ross. Oh, just state hold patrol. on. Yeah, just hold on. State patrol are were very underrated. They both could work their asses off, and they were a good tag team. They actually looked like a tag team. And I said it when they kind of debuted as the State Patrol about a month ago or so, maybe longer ago than that. Uh, I could do a lot with that gimmick nowadays, and I'm going to leave it at that as I go to Oh, Rick you could Flair. do a lot, bro, because I was listening to this uh, on my Spotify. I got the – it's like the throwback WWE uh, entrance music. And a big boss man came on. I'm about the big boss man. I was like, "There's no way you could do this. I'll fucking do that gimmick when I used to handcuff the guys to the ropes and beat them with the stick." Fuck. It, it, I don't know. Vince would have had him take it to the entire hurt business, pal. <laughs> oh. He wouldn't have. He'd been too much backlash. Oh yeah. God, they would have done monsters. They would have done it. USA. They would have done it and then apologized because he wouldn't have known that it was a bad thing to do. Yeah, I don't know. He's from it's a so different modern. generation. It it's was so acceptable modern. back then. Yeah. Well, on that note, let's go to Ric Flair, on Anderson, and Oli. They're going to cut a promo. Hey, real quick, uh, real with, quick. Yeah, that picture right there—that's what wrestling looks like. Boy, no shit. Those four guys, and I'm including Jr. into it. Uh, let's listen to him. Here it is. 
Well, I'm sure all these great fans here in Greensboro will agree with me. It's great to see the four horsemen back together in the National Wrestling Alliance. Nature boy, Ric Flair, the world's champion. It's great to be among friends, is it not? Rest assured, woo! We are reunited and baby, it feels oh so good. The wrestling world knows the logo. They know the trademark. And most of all, they know big time professional athletics when they see it. We've been champions. We've taken a great deal of pride in who and where and what we have accomplished in this sport. We're back together. It's a great feeling for me. I'm proud to be out here with two guys that I know are champions in the greatest sport in the world. You know, a lot of people have had a chance to see all the pretty boys. And one thing about the Andersons, I don't think anybody ever accused us of being pretty. But one thing they know, when we get in the ring, we do something better than anybody else in the whole world. And that's Russell. And that's why these people come here to see us now. The Andersons and Flair, the wrecking crew, the four horsemen, we're back. And we're going to do somebody in. You're back home, Double A. Jim Ross, four lives took four separate trails in the past one year. Everywhere I went across this country, everybody always said, where's Rick? Where's Ole? How could you leave the National Wrestling Alliance? I didn't really have an answer for him, but every week I looked at that TV and I kept abreast of what was going on. Rick Flair didn't call me, I called home. I'm coming home to stay this time, and things are going to change in the wrestling. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with Woman and Doom right after this timeout. So real quick, Doc, Arn mentions that he watched the WCW TV while he was gone. and But he said on his episode of his podcast when he came back to WCW that he was like, I never had time to watch the TV, which I'm not saying why did he lie. I'm just pointing it out. Like he's, he's, there was no way he had time. The, that WWF schedule he was working while he was gone. Other than that, that was a hell of a promo from Arn, in my opinion. What did you think, Doc? That's what we've been missing the last year and a half. Mm hmm. Yeah, that was fucking awesome, man. Four lives. I mean, he started out just, he knew where he was going. And he had you from the beginning. And, dude, that's what we've been missing. Harper, what'd you think? That's fucking great. So, mm, it's so like it's the, serious again. I want to point something out. If you're a patron, you can you can see this with the video version as I'm playing this. Look at Orrin's eyes as he cuts that promo. You see how he stares into the camera? He's, he's looking glaring through the through. camera. He's looking through it and he's talking to you personally. That's right. And as much as Arn, as much as his words mean everything, it's the look that he always gives when he's cutting those promos. He is speaking through the camera into your soul so that you care. And that's one of the things that make guys like him so phenomenal. And you saw it there. And I, 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 you could tell Rick was like, fuck yeah. When he put up the four fingers. 
Oh yeah, at the very end, yeah, yeah you sure you could. Can tell he's he's like, dude, that was fucking great. And and he's happy to have Arn back, you know. Well, they were still Look friends him. back then. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously. And Oli just seems old. Oli said well, that he... as baby faces <laughs> that they're going to do somebody in. <laughs> <laughs> that goes to show and you kind of like. And I guess that qualifies as a baby face promo for Oli. yeah pretty much we keep moving and we got rick Ryder and paul drake they're going up against flex do it they're going up there it is (laughs) they're going up against doom i don't know why the hell doom is coming out the great balls of fire jesus oh my what they messed up the song. Yeah, they come out the great balls of fire. WCW, you know how they do things. I mean, it is what it is. They should um, be coming out to Public Enemy. I don't have a problem with the song. I guess I got so used to it, the song that they did come out to. But the fact that they played Great Balls of Fire when they came out, I was like, what the hell? Wouldn't that Johnny be bad? Did Johnny B. Bad come out the Great Balls of Fire? Something like that, huh? I don't remember. By the way, I'm going to make people mad at Butch me. Butch didn't I like used... it either. Yeah, he's mad. <laughs> you look at him. He says Great Balls like of it. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> he's pissed off. Look at him. He's he, he's pissed. He's, he's legit pissed. Oh, man. Somebody on the Facebook group uh, said they had uh, Dominatrix mask on as Doom. No, they're just black mask. I know, but I, I don't know. It is what it is. But they come out the great balls of fire. They're pissed off. Sound guy made a huge mistake. As far as the match, I'd call it a squash and Doom wins with ease. Doc, anything from it? Doom has too much bullshit floating around. Look at this they asshole. Got, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. They got, Jerry, they got Jerry Lee Lewis. They got Nitron. They got Norman out there. Teddy's involved now. Just there's too much bullshit. Yeah, woman the, is just like it's it's time to peace out and just give him to Teddy. It makes more sense. Let these brothers whoop some ass. Yeah, I mean they they just they just emasculated them on Starcade. You know, I mean they just buried them it's crazy they bury them but they're going to recover from it with the way um, they treated them on uh, on the way they just treated them on starcade i'm surprised they didn't change both of their names to toby oh <laughs> what oh my oh, god man. look at this asshole <laughs> what asshole hopper uh norman the what? lunatic about five minutes ago we've seen fucking arn anderson cut that that perfect promo. And now this. And now we're the, to this. Jesus. Harper, you saw uh, the picture I posted in the Facebook group of Captain Mike and Norman. Captain Mike looks like the guy from the, the old Tidy Bowl commercial. <laughs> you remember that? That fucking blue shit you would put in your tank is had. <laughs> The, that old commercial with the guy like in the boat, yes. and that's yes. what he looks like. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, Hopper, Doc, and I were talking. So when we get to 1990, the episodes that we have, they have all the commercials on it. Oh, there you go. 
And some of the commercials may be better than the wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about that when we get there, though. But, yeah, Norman walks out, and I don't got anything else, Doc. Doom is going to win. You got anything? Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, the next match, we're going to have Mike Rotunda versus Tommy Rich. And Rotunda, he's still coming out to the Varsity Club music, and he's still wearing the singlet, but he's Captain Mike Rotunda. (sighs) Doc, before I say anything else about this match. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Um, Didn't they do it? They had had a match. Remember, they had the match where Tommy Young got hurt. No, no, no. I'm saying, you know, so before they go to commercial, after the Doom match, they did a quick, like, 20-second interview or promo with Tommy Rich. Yeah, that was garbage. I was just going to say, last time I, I, I crippled Tommy Young, Dick Patrick, you better watch your ass. <laughs> here here it is for the video version if they want to see it, because it was real quick. It's like a you know, five, five, six, seven second thing. Jesus, look at this buffoon. It looks like he just said, Nick Patrick, I'm going to cripple your ass. You're right. Um, okay, keep going. BC. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. He's Captain Mike, but he's still coming out in his varsity club attire. Did, did they ever explain why he becomes a sailor? Or whatever the fuck? He likes the semen. Oh, I see, wouldn't come say... On. I wouldn't say he explains it, but there is, if you're looking for a clear night and day promo, I don't remember that, but I do remember, I feel like he cuts a promo where he just, you know, talks about, I'm Captain Mike. I'm Captain Mike. Nice to meet me. (laughs) They do tie it in. He ends up feuding, let me just say this, he ends up feuding with... Sullivan and they try to tie it in where you know they were members of the varsity club and all that but through no fault of Mike Rotunda's because I respect him immensely they just after the varsity club just like they couldn't book him well before the varsity club it's not good and it's not his fault at all what if it was his idea that fuck no he didn't think of that yeah, I I can't see it, bro. I just I can't see it. Like I have no problem with him being in a faction or anything. Like I mean, again, the Varsity Club was phenomenal. I mean, just just think of Starcade last year, a year ago at Starcade, with him and Rick Steiner and Steiner Rick Steiner winning the belt. And, and now he's just floundering. He's wrestling Tommy Rich. Tommy Rich and him they actually have a good match here. I was gonna say that, but what? Yeah, it's it's all right. I mean, you're it's, not cheating it's, on this guy. What's wrong? You found Jesus. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You think just because all former wrestlers find Jesus and God that I'm the same way? Oh, I've always had Jesus and God in my life, pal. Oh, okay? there you go. I'm blessed and highly favored, pal. America. What causes the wrestlers to find Jesus? Drugs. Guilt. <laughs> Guilt. Guilt. My guilt. bad. Guilt. Severe guilt. If you've ever talked to some old wrestlers, man, some of them, you need therapy after you've had a conversation with them. At least in my opinion. All right. Uh, Doc, what are your thoughts on this match, if anything? 
So I know that you're not a big Tommy Rich fan, but these are two names in the business. We had the Fantastics against the Midnights. We had State Patrol versus the the Horsemen. It's almost like they realized that they messed up on the pay-per-view and they're trying to give us back something here. Oh, yeah. There were names all over this tonight. I mean, good talent. Now, that being said, I don't care one shit about this match. Yeah. I mean, I'm rooting for Nick Patrick to make it out alive. But other than that, well, the the heat must have been on in the building because, I mean, at one point, I, I just remember looking at the match and like, good God, Tommy Rich is dripping buckets. I well, mean, Rotunda's always sweaty. Well, I mean, the thing about Rotunda is you can't smell December. the liquor coming out of his pores. I know. That's what I'm saying. The heat must have been on. I mean, with, with Tommy Rich, he was sweating so badly. I mean, you, you could smell it. You could smell the Jack Daniels. Oh, come on. In the end, this thing ends up being a double countout. No one wins, and that's the only other notes I have. Doc, did you have anything else? Not particularly, no. Yeah, it is what it is. Not again, whatever. Uh, so there is a a quick dynamic. I'm going to freeze it for a second. There's a quick dynamic dudes promo. Shane and Johnny have a contract, and they want the Midnight Express to sign it. Do I need to play this, Doc, or... Or can you speak to it? Because it's not good, but the contract is of importance. If so, I don't even remember, something happens. Well, oh. They have a contract. They've got a contract. They want to match. Find out. We're going to find out later what the contract means. Right. They've got a contract. They want it. They position it here as a match between them and the Midnight Express. Okay. That's it. Johnny Ace looks like the what does he look like doc i don't we've talked about this last week but thank you harper said it well look at him mikey he looks too old to be dressed like that dude you hit the nail on the head he's like that old broad in 90210 which one which one what are you talking about andrea zuckerman she was like oh the little jewish girl yeah that's true wait (laughs) What? Why? Why is she a Jewish girl? What are you talking because about? Because she was the. That was her gimmick. She was the poor little Jewish girl. Was she? I that don't was, remember. Yeah, she was Lived the in poor another little town Jew- and like. Right. And she had about- to use. Right, like she lived in you know like on the wrong side of the tracks type of deal, and she had to lie about uh, where she lived and sleep on her grandma's sofa and yada yada yada. She wanted Brandon to circle, circle, dot, dot her. Yeah, oh, he never did. Brandon Welsh is Brandon Welsh. He's not going to mess around <laughs> with that broad. He's going to bang everything else. <laughs> exactly. Because he's on the fucking newspaper staff at fucking West Beverly High. God, this show. <laughs> oh. Y'all I'm sound like to pros. That fucking ringtone. The entrance to their fucking theme music, I, I couldn't find it. Uh, I can get it off of I can get it off of YouTube for you and send you like the MP3 of it. Well, there you go. I'll send it to you. All right. Remind me. Johnny Ace looks up like something else here. I can't take it serious, but anyway, they have a contract. They're trying to get the Midnight Express to sign it, and we're gonna see more about that and hear more about that later in the episode. God. So I'll keep going. You know what that. he looks like? It, it just hit me. Uh oh. Please tell the us. The fucking drug dealer guy on the beach you'll see on fucking Baywatch. <laughs> He's a heel from fucking Baywatch. 
Doc, you got any thoughts on that? I don't. <laughs> None? Come on. Seriously. I, he just... He's the Matt Riddle of 1989. So, Mikey and DFW tweeted me last week about this because evidently there was another still shot of him looking just like this in the Patreon video. And he said, I just got the BTT underscore podcast Patreon email that the new video pod is up. And the first thing I see is fucking Johnny Ace in neon and sunglasses. Backwards hat, too. I forgot that part. Dude, I can just picture David Hasselhoff chasing him down a beach and like tackle him down as he tries to run away. And like dime bags fall out of his jacket on the yeah. <laughs> That's the last time you try to hurt hurt the kids around here with this poison. <laughs> Fine, whatever, man. <laughs> JBL ob- cops. JBL objective on Twitter replied replied to it and said, uh, even by dynamic dude standards, Johnny looks like adult, and we were supposed to believe that a woman left Stan Lane for that guy. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so true it's so true these guys nailed it but yeah i got nothing um we'll find out more about this contract later in the episode and uh that's that johnny ace looks like a total buffoon all right doc we um we keep going and i actually went too far on the match let me go back some kendall windham is taking on lee scott so now we've got two not so big names here uh we've had a bunch of names so far uh, Wyndham is going to win. Doc, did you have anything from this Bulldog? Wrong. That Bulldog looked kind of stiff, huh? Yeah. It did. It did. It looked stiff. What were you about to say, though? Wrong guy won. Wrong guy won. I'm a Lee Scott fan. Me too. He's like a 1989 Zubaz version of the Mulkies. He's something. <laughs> he takes good backdrops. That's why I like him. All right, we'll keep going. The next match is the Terminator versus Agent Steel. And so, Hopper, I want you to look right. at the Terminator. Do you remember about two months ago, there was a guy who ran into the ring during a Scott Hall match? Do you remember that? I think so, yeah. And you were like, who's that guy? And I'm like, I don't know. We'll find out later. And you're like, come on, bro, tell me. Yeah. Here he he is. kept saying, who's that guy? Marcus so there Leonidas. he is. That's right. That is, and I didn't want to say it at the time because I knew we'd see him with his name. That is Marcus Laurinaitis, brother of Johnny and Animal versus Agent Steel. He looks like a road warrior. Without the paint. No, and it's no, a good thing that they didn't do something like that and make him like road warrior shimp. Yeah, like fucking crush and demolition. I think even Animal knew we got to protect the brand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least this guy looks like he could be Animal's brother. Well, I mean, looks like, you know what I'm saying. Johnny Ace just is like the stepchild or something, right? It just. Yeah. So anyway. It, Johnny um, Ace looks like what, like his mom. Well, maybe I don't, shouldn't say <laughs> Go ahead and say it. I can bleep it out in post production. Well, it, she just seems like she might have gotten pregnant by 
sitting on the washing machine instead of actually having sex with a man when she had Johnny. That's nice. How does that happen? I don't, I don't, I don't know what that means. By but... Whirlpool. <laughs> yeah. That's where, he, and that's where he got all his personality was from his father, the washing machine. <laughs> Dude was by the washing machine. All right. Doc, any thoughts on uh, the Terminator versus Agent Steel? Not particularly, no. Yeah, I don't have any either. Because we don't, we don't reference him coming out. They don't, do they? Yeah, I mean, they say the Terminator. They, yeah, but did they does... reference that he came out and interrupted the match? No, they don't say anything about that. But, but in fairness, I'm not watching... I've not seen the worldwide during this time period in the other shows, so I couldn't really tell you if if he's been on there. I'm going to assume he is. I never Googled it to check, but yeah, I mean, so there there is that. Now, with that said, of course, we don't, you know, there's no way of knowing. Well, he's automatically leapfrogged into the position of second best Laurinaitis in the Fed. Mm. I could have th- thought. I remember a Terminator, a guy that wore like a mask, and he was kind of like, Steve. "No, I could have, I could have sworn during his time there was some guy called Terminator something, and well, he had Terminator it? going, Terminator something, and he had like Terminator going down his pants leg, and he wore a mask or something." Well, and uh, later, isn't Bill Demont? Crash the Terminator. That might be it. Y'all can DM Harper on Facebook. He would no. love to hear from you. DM Chris Chris Zoncha. Give him something to do. <laughs> Zaha. No. That poor bastard. I love that I dude. Real last name. I love that dude. I love that that dude. I love that dude. He is. If everybody in the world was like him, the world literally would have world peace. I know, huh? He sent me a motorhead. How badass is that? Yeah, tell him. What did he send you, Hopper? A motorhead uh, album? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I like motorhead more than Harper does. Yeah, right. Well, you're kayfabe in the listener, so I don't know what to tell you, but Zaha. That's all right. I can my own shit. I don't need these people. Oh, okay. That's well, nice. good. Then buy your own shit. Nobody cares about you. Zaha is one of the greatest dudes that I've met yeah. through this show. Among He's a lot of greats. People. Don't get me wrong. He is good people. He is really good people. Him and his wife are really good people. I love that guy. I love that guy. Hey, Zaha. Uh, Javorski's an idiot. Zaha, if you ever need help with hair products for your little boy, I got the hookup. I'm not saying that I could get you anything for free. I'm saying... I can help you along the way with that stuff, that type of stuff. And he'll know what I'm talking about. But um, seriously, yeah, Zaha, good kid. Good, good kid. R.I.P. Big Al, we love you. Um, We'll keep moving on that note. I got nothing. If I wanted to listen to the town drunk, I'd go to the local bar down the street. Tommy Rich is cutting a promo with JR. Doc, you got anything from this nonsense? Why wouldn't we listen to a world champion speak? You really yeah. want to listen to you? You want to? Okay, here we go. He beat Harley let's Race. Let's listen to the town drunk. Very much Gordon Sully coming out of the 
I know you're not very pleased with the way that that match, the outcome of the match with Mike Rotunda just moments ago. Well, you know, somebody say something about the wildfire wanted to cry over spilt milk. So what I did, I come back here and talk to the officials. I want to thank these people because next week, right here on the main event show tomorrow, Mike Rotunda, you'll have the chance. You can run, but you won't be able to hide because you know why? Whatever it amounts to, it's going to be you and me in a lumberjack match. Every time you start to run, there'll be somebody to throw you back into me, and I'm going to whip you, boy. Fans, that's this Sunday night, 6.05 on the NWA main event. And when we come back, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert and Ranger Ross to take on the Mass Galaxians right after this on TBS. Wow, that was a riveting promo. Yeah. When I was a kid, spilled milk. When I was a kid, you know, he, he doesn't really... cry over spilled milk. He cries over spilled cocaine. <laughs> oh, when I was a kid, I really enjoyed the lumberjack match. Fuck, I used to love a, the the fuck a battle royal matches. That too. Yeah, lumberjack match was was good though. I'm with that. Yeah, they do them you some bitches in world class and mid south. And there's yeah. so many different ways you can play the angles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Doc's right. Lumberjack matches are good. And Someone would just lumberjack where they start squaring off with each other. Yeah, lumberjack matches were just, that was good stuff, man. Because, because the thing was, the heel couldn't run generally. That was the thing that made it good. The heel try to roll out the ring and powder out. The lumberjacks throw him back in, or or if it was a lumberjack strap match, they'd uh, they'd have the belts on the outside and they'd be whipping them as they roll out the ring. So yeah, a whole lot easier to bring a bunch of wrestlers down to the ring than it is to. Put the cage up. Yep, that's true. Uh, Harper, you got any thoughts on um, Tommy Rich? God, he just just sounds like a redneck fuck, huh? Well, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, don't overthink this. (laughs) Driving the 18 wheeler, you know, pulling up to the fucking truck stop with the with a can of dip in his back pocket with that big gallon. Thing of fucking coffee. <laughs> Somebody say something about truck stop hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll keep the show moving. I've got nothing else to say about the town drunk. Let's go to the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette. Let's see what goes on here. The dynamic dudes came out with this contract. And they requested that if you will sign it, they will have an anything goes match right here next week on World Championship Wrestling. You know, there's surprises in life all the time. There's surprises that come up. You got earthquakes, you got hurricanes, tornadoes. The Russian army sang the national anthem, God Bless America, at Kennedy Center. That's a big surprise. But you know what? The biggest surprise is, hold this, Bobby. The biggest surprise is that the dynamic dudes would have the guts in their stinking wretched bodies to come out here and propose to have an anything goes match with the Midnight Express and especially right here on TV where we've humbled them so many times before. So after we defeated the Fantastics so easily just a little earlier, I saw that interview with the dudes and I said, brother, for that $10,000 that the dude stole from us, if you want an anything goes match, you've got an anything goes match. I can't believe how stupid they would be. And I don't feel sorry for stupid people. Give me that contract. I'm going to sign this thing. Don't you want to read it? You're not going to read it? What? I know what it is. Don't worry about it. I'll tell you what. Next week, when the Midnight Express faces the Dynamic Dudes and an Anything Goes match, it's going to be the greatest thing anybody ever saw, isn't it now? Well, can I add one thing to that? What? You, 
This contract does not say the Midnight Express versus the Dynamic Dudes. This contract says next week, you just signed it, you are going to wrestle Shane Douglas in an Anything Goes match next week, and I got the contract. I got the contract, and you're not getting it. So, uh, Doc, you got the comments on this? Uh, sounds like Cornette has uh, boxed himself into a corner here. Yeah, I popped when he threw the pin up in the air. That was good. Corny always has the little touches. Yep, unfortunately, the contract is for Cornette versus Douglas. And Corny's not very happy. What else you had, Doc? Anything? At least it's not him and Johnny Ace. God, so true. Yeah. Hopper, what'd you think? Anything? No. I mean, I, I just, well, I saw it already, so <laughs> ask me tomorrow. I'll ask you next week. Ask me next week. All right. Uh, I will do that. All right. So we go to the next match. It is Ranger Ross and Eddie Gilbert. Boy, that's a hell of a tag team. No shot on Eddie Gilbert. No shade against Eddie Gilbert. Well, he's Versus being the Galaxians. He's being punished by Rick right now. Versus the Galaxians. Doc, I'm going to throw it to you. What do you My have My only this? note was, looks like Eddie Gilbert's being punished by Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement, man. Um, it's this was great. At this point. No. no. Well, Missy, this is winter. Wouldn't you say this is the winter time now, Doc? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Missy said they they split or were divorced by the fall. Oh, so I think they're done at this point. Uh, Missy and Eddie are done. Missy's Missy's going to be back. I'll say soon. I mean, a little bit of ways away, but she'll be back. Uh, she was sent home because she was fat, as, mm. as she's as as we were told on Twitter. On that note, I've got nothing like Doc. Um, Eddie's being punished. This was great, though. It took a while, and I was at that point in the show where I was like, man, it's, I hate 86-minute long shows, and I could just hit fast forward. They they actually didn't have, like, a bad match because, I mean, the Galaxians are not, like, your standard, you know, just bullshit enhancement talent guys. I mean, they, they, they actually are guys with talent. But you've got Ranger Ross in there, and I don't know. He just... He's just a turd, and I just, I just can't a turd. Do it, man. I just, yeah. he's just, he's just not a good wrestler, man. And it's, it's, there's nothing about him says, oh, I want to be emotionally invested in what he's going to do. He's like the the top end version of Blackhawk, Nighthawk. What was his name, Nighthawk? Yeah. yeah. Nighthawk. This is the best that they could have ever hoped for with Nighthawk was that he would turn into Ranger Ross. It was like Joe Nighthawk Coltrane. Remember that guy Hopper? You probably yeah. don't remember it. Oh, was you remember he the it? guy with, with uh, uh, what's his name? Oh God. P, uh, he was by himself. Is he the he guy with the interview to wear the suit? I don't know if he had a suit on at first or like a one of those. Uh, oh wait 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 wait! wait, wait. Fucking ice train. That's what you said. No no no! This is a different guy. This is 1986. We're talking oh. about. Oh, it was a black dude that like wore a suit. 
I don't remember having a suit though. I don't remember Jive having tones? a suit. No. No. He, no. He was serious. It might and, we might be thinking about the same person. And you saw him like twice. And you never saw him again. That was him. Okay. That was him. Saw him twice and never saw him again. Yep. That was him. He was so bad the first time they sent Corny out to like make fun of him and save him. We'll keep the show moving. We got Lex Luger versus Sting. This is a United States title match. I'm not going to say this is pay-per-view quality, but it was definitely good in a pay-per-view quality match. I should I should say, actually, I don't know, think about it. it. It really was more or less pay-per-view quality. Doc, I'm going to throw it to you. Uh, they brought their A game, I thought, in this match. I thought they both did really well. What did what you I'm have a, from this? What I'm about to say is not about these two guys. But I used to hate that shit, and I still do, but especially back when I bought pay-per-views. And then the next night, they'd show the same match and have a rematch on Nitro or Raw. And I'm like, well, shit, why did I just buy the pay-per-view? Yeah, that's bullshit. Well, <laughs> that's kind of what this feels like. Yeah, fuck that. That's like paying to see the Tyson fight, and then the next night, it's on fucking ESPN. So, so, I hear you, Doc, and this is why we fussed now, hold on. at Starcade. I'd rather, I'd, we watch this every week, and I'd rather watch these two guys wrestle than three squash matches during this time. So, I'm like I said, it's okay. Well, and this is what we talked about, if you remember, during Starcade. We were like, man, this is... You're giving it away, and here we are, literally. I mean, we're looking at it. Now this is on free TV, right? Mm-hmm. And, and now it's actually for the title, which at Starcade it wasn't. So this so, is more important than the pay-per-view. Yeah. Kind of. Shut up. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's the part where you're like, okay, this is. So I want to Why be real clear to all the White Claw army out there that I, I'm not – this isn't critical of the two guys in the ring because I thought they they put their time in, and, and they're going to they're gonna be good together. They were at, at Starcade. This is all about the creative. Oh, what boy. are we doing? Well, there was a booking committee at this point, so imagine some you're abroad, you see that coming at you. That fucking right angle triangle to separate your parts. What? <laughs> One in the stink and two in the pink. Okay. The shocker. The shocker. Right when he falls through the fucking wall. I don't know what made me do this just now, but I just went to Twitter because I was looking for something for the show. And the first tweet that pops up is the Iron Sheik. The soup of the day is go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. It's just, he's a train wreck. Oh, my God. Uh, you just scroll. May the fourth go fuck yourself. God, this dude is just, he's a train wreck on there. All right. So what else you got from this, Doc? 
Not a lot. I mean, did you did you, I mean did you at least think they had a good match? I know I I hear your complaint. I your do. complaint is valid. I, well, no, 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 I do, and I was actually wondering because again, you got to remember, I didn't. I've never seen this show in my life until this week. This uh, pro program, I'd never seen, and so I was wondering if they were going to maybe get the U.S. title off a of Sting. I mean, off a of Luger, so Luger could battle. Rick, but then I remembered the storyline with the horseman coming up, so there you go. Um, watch Luger right here. I wanted to point this out to y'all. Luger's leading this match with Sting. Watch him call the spots. Oh, I would imagine so. Look at him. Look oh, at him. Yeah. He's talking to him. He's calling the spots right there. He li- he, literally, the whole time, he says three different things to him. So I pointed that out because, you know, again, Luger wasn't your favorite either at a time, Doc. But we've you've come around, and we've all said Luger's having a great '89 going into '90. Going to have a great I have 90. admitted that since the beginning start of this show, when I said Luger helped kill the WCW, that I'm I'm res, I'm rescinded that, and that he was better than I remember. I have said that. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. You haven't heard was... me say anything similar about that with Sting. So just. And I tried to tell you the other night, Sting seems like a good person in real life. I just don't like watching him wrestle. Was it, during nice. the, was it during the Macho documentary that you yes. texted me that? Because it was something Sting said, and we were like, Sting's the only truthful, <laughs> truthful one here. What, what were we talking about? I don't remember. I think we were talking about what we would have both done to that girl, Gorgeous George, back in the day. That's not true, but okay. Maybe what you would have done. Come on. I'm friends with her on Facebook. Are you really? Yeah. Have you Have you ever, has she ever slid into your DMs? Because, I mean, you're hard body hopper. They all slide into your DMs. No. No, not yet? No. What about I Tony I want to Storm? watch that, that fucking Macho Man documentary, then I get the dark side of the ring and not one fucking mixed up all the time. Well, the Macho Man when you didn't miss much because it was more like a burial of him than it was a good documentary, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, the Austin one, the Piper ones, definitely good. Yeah, definitely. I good. like the Austin one, really good. Yeah. I wish he would have mentioned more about his family growing up because I know his his dad kind of pieced out on him. Yep. And his mom remarried, and his and his stepdad adopted him. And that's when I think that's when he became Steve Williams because he took his last name. Mm-hmm. And I remember on his podcast years ago saying he only saw I think he only saw his dad one time later on it was uh, when he was working for WCW. Someone comes up and says, hey, some guy says so and so. He's your dad. He's here. And he kind of bullshit went for a little bit. And he's like, hey, you know, I'm just glad you're doing well and yada, yada, yada. Man, back in the day, it didn't take much, man. You you could just get the fuck out if you were a dad. Yeah, and it's and like there was no. Uh, well, I want to sue that shit for sue that shit here for child support. It just she would just disappear like Batman. Gone, gone. <laughs> man, Mike and you and Mike, you know this. You can't go to the other side of the house without giving a report on what you're doing these days. Right. <laughs> yeah. I guess go. she's like. Why, was, why, were you, like, why were you doing? It's like, I'm going to back... go put my phone in. My fucking charger. That's what I'm going to go do. Fuck. 
Why were you back in this room? <laughs> well, you see. Am I am I wrong, Mike? Your knee is messed up, and you're not letting me circle, circle, dot, dot. So you know, I had yeah. to go do the Javorski. That's nice. It's like no, it's no longer called off. cranking. It's called I'm going in the room to do the Javorski. Mm, oh, thank God. We'll pull it there and, and jerk off. <laughs> pull it there. And... <laughs> All right, let's go back to this match with Luger and Sting. I'm gonna play the 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 finish for us here. Here it is. Our Luger presses advantage to a victory. So I let it play because of ever, all the shenanigans and stuff that went down at the end. Doc, did you have any thoughts on all the extra stuff that went down? There's lots of... Few, oh, God. <laughs> I don't have any more thoughts. <laughs> They're all Z-Man, gone. Z-Man and Billman just, just blocked uh, Doc's train of, thought, uh, train of thought. But So Luger gets a folding chair at the end and... He swings it at Sting and misses. Sting rolls up Luger, but Luger kicks out. Luger backs his way into the corner. Luger picks up the chair just as Sting is about to hit the Stinger splash on him. The ref calls for the DQ, so Sting wins. And Luger is about to attack Sting with the chair after the match, but Flair comes in to save Sting. And then Flair, he lays a bunch of chops into Luger. That's what you heard. The crowd's going crazy. Got to give them credit there. I mean, they, they really did good there. The crowd was all into it. JTEX Corporation comes into the ring, though, to help Luger. And then Ole and Arn hit the ring. Luger just says, I'm out of here, man. I didn't sign up for all this. And JTEX, they powder out as well as we go to commercial. It was really chaotic. I mean, it kind of, you know, leads things into where we're going. Because, I mean, here we got, you know, Sting. So does that mean, I'm not saying this is what it means, but is, does that mean Luger's aligned with JTEX or what the heck's going on? We don't know. But uh, it was exciting. And I'm with Doc, what he first said. We, we literally gave this away on free TV after we saw them fight for nothing during a pay-per-view. In a tournament match. I don't know what else we can say about it other than that. Harper, you got any additional thoughts? 
that was great, man. That's the kind of shit that if I saw that as a kid sitting on the sofa, I, I would stand up to watch. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the way they did it. I I, I hate to say this, but it that's the type of thing you watch as a kid and it got you excited. Yeah. But again, it over it over it overdid everything that they did in that pay per view. In a singles match that meant nothing other than the tournament win. I say it meant nothing. Oh, 20 points they could win if they won the match. Well, whatever. This is actual title was on the line, even though it ended up in a DQ. So And that and that's how it should have fucking ended. Yeah, and exactly. There's like two minutes left. One hundred percent. Oh, the show. That's how the show should have ended. Yeah. I agree. Cause now we go to God. the Z Man and Pillman. Z Man. Just looks like, hey, I'm I'm Tom Zink, and um, I'll be your server tonight. Uh, can I start you off with something to drink? <laughs> How about appetizer? Would you like something? <laughs> would you like something from the bar? Perhaps an appetizer. <laughs> Dude, so we've been talking about this for a few weeks. They just took the guy to the right, Brian Pillman, and Z-Man is a bucket. Oh, I'm sorry. A 30-pound ice chest <laughs> worth of ice, and they just dumped it on Pillman. I remember the Z-Man being big. Not like... I remember it being kind of like a big deal back then as a kid. Mm, I don't know. I mean, this is how I remember him. Just... No charisma. Just... Yeah, uh, just... An Italian the guy. guy with the mullet in the yeah. gym membership. And he talks here for a little while, and I felt so bad for Pillman. That's the look of Pillman going, they're killing me here. <laughs> I might be new to the business, but I wasn't born yesterday. This guy was so over. He's He's doing great things. Great matches with Luger, building him up, uh, phenomenal talent. Let's put him with Z-Man. Oh, Hopper, I need to hear your thoughts. We got Mike Thor and Sean Regal in the ring, and I'm going to pause it. What do you think of this guy? Convicted felon. <laughs> well, what kind of felony? Oh, from selling drugs in a, in a nightclub. He sold drugs to a fucking undercover cop. In Fat selling City. Pr- selling yeah. prescription pills? Mm-hmm. Or selling coke <laughs> in a fucking club. <laughs> Sean Regal. <laughs> Hopper's... I knew Hopper was getting wound up because he's like, look at this guy. <laughs> that guy's sitting on every girl in the club. Every, yeah. Every one of them. Oh, yeah. Talk he's about a volume any... shooter. He's a volume shooter. You're right. <laughs> You only need one. That's true, right? Well, we've got Uh, we've got Mike. Look at this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Thor. You know what they look like? You remember that fucking that old YouTube video, Greg? The guy, Greg, the fucking green guy from the swamp. Hold on. It's the New Zealand militia is what he's talking about. And let me point to the people as I get Hopper to describe what they're wearing. Lord Littlebrook's dancing. 
Hopper, who are they now? What do they look like? I forgot that he, he was something Greg, the green guy from the swamp, and he was had the green moss hanging off of him. You remember Harper, that? Doc? I, no, but what does that what does that little fella smell like? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because of that because of the video shout out you did for Chris Browning's friend who or was it was it Chris Browning's friend at the end when you said stay away from midgets they smell bad yeah I didn't know about Cause that because his friend has a, a and, and fucking skin bracer <laughs> Like how old people do. Uh, old people take a bath. And skin yeah, face. yeah. Like if they stink, they just fuck it. They just get fucking old spice and brood or skin bracers. Just put that shit all over. Oh, no, they won't smell me. I'm not gonna smell like piss now. <laughs> skin bracer. I wear a skin bracer. You do? Fella they has- still sell that. Yeah. The little fella had a lot of kids. That's all I know. Aqua Velva, bruh. Remember Pete Rose used to have commercials for that shit. Damn. He looks like he would wear Brute, too. And the weather after. <laughs> all right. Um, New Zealand militia are going to win. I don't know what that music was. The militia came out to... Uh, but whatever, New Zealand militia win. Doc, you got any thoughts? <laughs> this no, guy fucking forwarded. locks up with him and says, "Hey man, you want to buy some pills? <laughs> <laughs> I got some in my boot. Just <laughs> put me in a head scissors and I'll fix your mouth." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After the show, meet me by the red Camaro parked in the back. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> This guy's small. Man. Look at that mess oh, up. This guy's fuck. small. He makes Rip Morgan look. I mean, Rip Rip is actually a big guy, but he looks even. He looks huge next to this guy. Oh my God! What a. <laughs> I've got nothing else from this, Doc. Do you? Jesus. F. 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 That's what I see. <laughs> well. We keep moving, and the next match is Flying Brian Pillman and the Z-Man versus Nasty Ned Brady and Bob Cook. Doc, you got any thoughts on this uh, masterpiece of a match? This was magnum fast. It was fast. Um, Well, Pillman and Z-Man, they win quickly, but Hayes and Garvin come out after the match, and Pillman and Z-Man, you know, after they win. Um... They start brawling. Gordon and Jim Ross say they'll keep the cameras rolling if we go off air before this ends. And the show does end. That's how they end it. So I'm with Hopper. They should have ended it with Sting and Luger and all that aftermath. They put a, put, should have put this stuff before. But I get it. If they're doing two TV tapings there that night, they needed something else. Uh, cool off. I don't know how to explain it. You know, they, They're going to go off air with something else next week. But anyway. I tell you, that guy's a good jobber. The one I was just in a ring. Rock hard, Rick. No, no, he's talking about him. Bob Cook. Him. He, yeah, he works a match with with Arn Anderson next week, and it's just 
he does a good job. He knows see what he's how he doing. The, you see how he took the hip toss? Mm-hmm. In the back, and then the bump right there on the, on the uh, yeah. drop kick. He knew what he was doing. Harper's right. He doesn't. He's not just flopping around. He got a lot of height on that hip toss, and then yeah. and then the, the bump he takes. Like if you watch on the hip toss, he really gets up and goes over. He hips the ropes fine. Goes under him fine. Look how he yeah. gets up, and then he rolls the right way, takes that bump. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. On that note, they win quickly, though. And uh, that's it. That's a wrap for the show. So we got to rate it and hand out some Rolex. Before we do so, I want to remind everyone, please use the Amazon Associates link if you're shopping on Amazon. It is tinyurl.com slash Amazon. A great way to support this show without spending anything extra. If you're already shopping on Amazon, please use that link every time you shop there. Give that link to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whatever you have in your life, and tell them to use it every time they shop on Amazon. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. And don't forget to get access to all of our Patreon content. Go to tinyurl.com slash BTT. A great way to not only support the show, but you get a lot of extra content in return. Over 300-plus Patreon episodes, including the video versions of these, are on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash BTT. Okay, so um, three hundred patron episodes and counting. That's right, uh, Doc. You want to rate it or Rolex first? Which one? As you would say, let's rate this puppy. See how dumb that sounds. You want to rate it or Rolex first? Which which one are we going with here? What do you want to do? Yeah. All right. Well, you so I'm gonna I'm gonna hand out my Rolex first since uh, Doc is acting like a woman because he is one, and his uh, man he is, is hurting. one. You're um, gonna so first we confuse everybody. And I am going to uh, give my Rolex to Arn Anderson because his promo was phenomenal. So Arn's gonna get my Rolex. Doc, who you want to give your Rolex to, or uh, if you're not over there uh, powdering your your snatch still. Mic check, mic check. Do you hear me? Yeah, we hear you just fine. Okay. Oh, oh, I, you you thought I couldn't hear you because I was uh, ignoring you. Oh, that's good. Oh. Well, this cheap BTT laptop that I got, the Ethernet <laughs> doesn't port doesn't really connect well, so I have to like sit very still and keep it in there. I think it's your cord and not the laptop, but okay. Yeah, the cord's probably fucked. Yeah. Just saying. Thanks for the solidarity, Harper. Well. <laughs> Harper did knows. You, did you reset your computer? Sir, sir, have you tried restarting the machine? <laughs> I'm going to give my Rolex to Arn as well. Harper, who are you giving your Rolex to? Double A. All right, good stuff. Doc, rate it. Man, I thought they really tried on this one, and not everything worked, but there was a lot flying at us here. I'm going to give this an A. I think I'm in agreement with you. I'm giving it an A, too. I like the episode. There was some good stuff in this. And A, it didn't have to be a pay-per-view angle, but the Fantastics and Midnights is good wrestling to watch, so there you go. Harper, you rate it. Hey, didn't watch it, but rated it an A. I well, got I you. I just did watch it. 
I'm messing with you. Yeah, this was an A. This was this was good. I'm not. I got no complaints on it. So, so we all gave it an A, and we all gave it to double A. Clean sweep. Yeah. Clean sweep. All right, Harper. Before we get out of here, we got to mention a few things. What's that email address of yours? Chris Harper sixteen at Wildcat. At Gmail. At that's right. Chris Harper 16 wildcat at gmail.com. So again, if you want a video shout out, you want life advice, you want to get some advice for a friend of yours or a loved one, or, is it 16 or you want wildcat. Don't know. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see. Uh Oh, Oh fuck. <laughs> no, oh, I got it. <laughs> fucking Michael. Uh Oh, <laughs> let's see what it is. Hold what on. is this? Uh, it's, this is why we don't read ads. Yeah, it's Chris Harper 16 Wildcat at gmail.com. Chris Harper 16 Wildcat at gmail.com. If you want a video shout out, life advice, you want to tell somebody to stick it, Jack, whatever it may be, uh, email Harper at Chris Harper 16 at, at Chris Harper 16 Wildcat at gmail.com. And PayPal him as well. I gotta hey, get that PayPal. Dropped off the mat, man. What the fuck? What are you talking about? With the, uh, with the fucking uh, the little shoutouts. Oh yeah, that's his way of saying send him twenty bucks so he can do the shoutout. It's cc three zero three eight eight cc at yahoo.com is his PayPal. PayPal him twenty bucks. Email him as well. All of that information is in the show description and you can get it all there and you can get your very own shout out. That's how it is. Hey, Doc, do you still want to do that um, thing where Harper raps to one of my kids' beats? Do you still want to try that? The kid has beats? Like the headphones? No, like he makes his own beats. <laughs> Did you drop, Doc? Where are you at? No, Did you I didn't. I, oh, was he... just, I was just sitting here thinking about how long it would take to produce Harper rapping to actual music. And well, you'd have to write the lyrics. That's the thing. I ain't writing them. So if you want to take that task on, that's on you. Sounds Harper like a lot can, of work, huh? Yeah, well, it sounded like a better idea before I, I actually had to do something. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm in I'm a I'm a booker, so I don't like to do a lot of the work. I like to direct yeah. others. Yeah, you're a booker. Mm. Well, you know, you used to be. You were telling me how big you were, you, how big of a booker you used to be earlier today. So you know how it is. I'm shocked you didn't realize that. I mean, I thought that was something you knew. I take very little interest in your personal life, Mike. That's BS. <laughs> now, I think the big question here is Harper. Do you uh, think that you could successfully rap some words? I could rap. Is that because it's not a very hard thing to do? Like a spinach rap. I could rap. So does your right, son? We have would just some, need a. You we might would just need a. We would just need to give him some lyrics from like just a popular rap song. Just be like, rap this. <laughs> to this beat like really I think that could do it like just send him some some um, Snoop or some Dr. Dre from the 90s and just be like read this to the rap song 
Can you do that, sir? And if he just read that to the beat. Yeah, and if he if he could do that, we might be able to do something with it. See, I think it's got to be more about inserting headphone jacks and shooting on backs. You know what I mean? I mean, just play Snoop. You know what ain't shit but hoes and tricks, and he can, he can just. We don't know that, Mike. No, yeah. he can, he can, he can cite, he can rap the lyrics to a beat that one of my kids make. One of your kids, both of your well, kids are making beats now. No, you know what I'm saying. Oh, I really don't, making... but I'm not following he, any of this. I'm not he, really making money. I'm not really that stuff down. Too. I'm not really Brian. down on how you steal money in the rap game. Here's what he's, I do know: he's selling those be... beats for thirty bucks a piece, and people are buying them. It's That's really? better than Harper's deal. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You, would he would he double the price because he it's to you? Well, I'm just selling it. I'm, I mean, I'm not selling it. His, I'm just. Would I'm you just, just break in his it. room and steal one of his beats? I'm just playing it. He's got a whole site and everything. Well, who he's got buys a, he's from like, him? I don't know. Are you sure who, this kid has a lot of? Uh, initiative are you sure you're his father he's got a he's got a mixing board in his room that my brother-in-law gave him and yeah it's, yeah it's a it's some stuff bro and you're gonna I have mean, to I, face that that time when he's making enough money that you got to convince him to stay in school well we'll see what happens and then you're gonna be like brother brother you need a manager. <laughs> and you're going to be just management. like, you're going to be just like when you got mad because your dad was selling Tim Minnis t-shirts. <laughs> Bruh. And you will realize you've turned into your father. I don't, think I, I don't think I've ever told Hopper that story. Wait, what? Man, my dad showed up at... <laughs> At the Civic Center, the St. Bernard Civic Center. And we used to, I mean, we had crowd, man. We drew crowds there at that time. He shows up, and he had been telling me for a while. He's like, I'm going to get some shirts made for you. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. I'm thinking, you going to get some shirts made for me. I mean, obviously, you know, I need to give you some money because I got to cover the cost of the goods. And then if you're going to sell them for me, you know, I'm going to make some profit off of it, right? Like, that's generally how it works, because let's say a shirt, let's say you get, I don't know, I'm just rounding round number 10 shirts and the shirts are five bucks a piece uh, to get printed. And and so the shirt printed shirt plus the shirt is five bucks. And then you're going to turn around and sell it for, say, 15. I mean, you got to remember, this is the mid 90s, right? Yeah. Stuff's cheaper then. So anyway, I'm like, I'm thinking that's what he was doing. This fool. He went and got shirts made and he comes to the he comes to the show and he sells them and he's like he's like I pretty much sold out. He's like they they kept coming up to me asking if I had big sizes cuz I mean you know fucking wrestling fans you they always want the goddamn big sizes. You right. Fuck. Right. The 3X, 4X and Jesus. I think all he got I think all he got was up to like 2X, which I mean I don't blame him, you know that's what he got. So I think he had like mediums, larges, XLs, and two X's. 
And I mean, I honestly didn't. I was like, I guess, you know, some shirts will sell. I don't know. But a bunch of shirts sold that night. I don't remember the number, so I couldn't tell you. But he's, he almost sold out outside of like some mediums. And I think he came to like the next one and same thing. So I was like, well, how much did you make? And I don't even remember now what the figure was. I'd be lying if I tried to come up with it. It's been so long. I mean, this is over 20 years ago now. This motherfucker made money and he never paid me from it. <laughs> Who was the real worker here? So, yeah. and Doc, I don't even remember. Like, this is a long time. I mean, shit from so then, well, this was the best thing. This was the best one. And I've heard this from actually wrestling promoters over the years as well. He he said, I'm, I'm going to put it back into the pot. And that's what I'll buy the, the you know, the more shirts from. And, you know, we got to start somewhere, right? Like, yeah, yeah, okay. Bruh. I mean, he probably didn't make a killing off of it. You know, he may, may have made. It's the principle. He, he may have made 200 bucks over the course of a couple of shows, right? And again, yeah. shirts are selling probably from that time, probably around fifteen bucks at the most. Like, and no taxes, obviously. It's all cash at that point. Yeah. But my point being, like, I was like, this motherfucker printed shirts, and I remember thinking about it years later. I was like, what a fucking carny bastard. Printed shirts. Rest in peace, pops. Good job. That's what you're gonna do: is break in and steal some beats and. Manage I don't have to break career. in. I'm on his website right now. I can get to his site. I can play them from the site. You just can't download them from the site. So in order to download it, you got to buy them from him. So, so he I has some play sick it. beats that I could put some. You need to send me some MP4s, and I can, uh, and I can, uh, so I can get my juices flowing and write some lyrics for Harper. I remember one day I was sitting here. I was like going through. I'm like, what is this? Like, so I hit play, and I'm like. This motherfucker's really serious. And I start scrolling the website. I'm like, look at all these goddamn beats. So anyway, yeah, man, he's uh he's doing his thing, bro. And he's a worker too, because he's got free ones up. Like, you know, like here, download this one, it's free. There's no cost for this one. So he's giving samples away along with um, you know, Sounds like being own. a carny skipped a generation in your family. <laughs> <laughs> Harper know Harper knows what I'm talking about about um about promoters though man they'll they'll tell oh yeah. we'll put the money back into the pot you know I get you uh, I pay you a little bit more next time they tell you everything yeah. on the man to get away anyone. I don't either been been through too much I don't like give for a real fuck who it is like I said anytime your own parents will <laughs> work you out of a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> And the thing was, bro, I wouldn't even mad. My mom was mad. She got hot. She's like, what? That's just like him. That's That's exactly, yeah. That motherfucker owes X amount of dollars in child support all these years later, and he did what? I was like, you need to calm the fuck down. All right? I told you because I thought, I actually thought it was funny. Like, I kind of laughed. Like, (laughs) That's pretty fucking good, man. You got some shirts made. I didn't tell you the best thing, Doc. Did I tell you this part? He misspelled my name on one of the shirt on the shirts. The first batch it was misspelled. I wish I had an example of it. Yeah. (laughs) Did he call you Mance? No, he spelled it M E N A N C E. He put an N in between the A and the C. 
And I remember after he sold. Bernard even fucking caught it. Bruh, that's what I said. Shirts. Um, you know who bought one? You know who I think bought one? Well, he may be bullshitting me. Devin. I think Devin had one because he used to go to the shows. He was he was just a young kid. Yeah, Devin was a young kid back then. So like, um, I think he might have had one, but I'm not sure. So anyway, um, long story short, yeah, bro, he misspelled the name. On the first batch, he misspelled the name. And I told him, I called him, I was like, you realize you're selling shirts with the word menace spelled wrong? No, huh? Yeah, asshole, let me show it to you. Well, I couldn't show it to him. I couldn't text it at that time. But I was like, well, won't you go look at one of the shirts you got left over? And he goes and he's like, I'll be damned. How'd that happen? Because you fucking spelled it wrong, asshole. I mean, bro, my dad didn't graduate from high school. I mean, what do you want me to do? I mean, that's he got nice. a G. He got a GED in his thirties. I mean, come on, man. I mean, you well, know, that's good. I guess. Boy, taking a long time to finish school runs in your family too. Yeah, I know, huh? That's where you. That's where you, you get that shit from. What? At least I have a college degree, unlike him, who doesn't even have a diploma. He's got a GED. Well, well hey, that's hey. Look, that's we're not saying bad things about him. That we're saying that he's stuck with it. Yeah. You, on the other hand. What a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, man, you're an asshole. So uh, what are we going to do man, about these beats, y'all? What are we going to do about the beats? Oh, we'll figure so that gonna, out you, off here. We, you're going to write? write what? Here, I'm going to click play. Here's one. I, I'm gonna have to, I can't, here, here's one. Let's see what this one sounds chickety, like. Chickadee, chickadee, check. Chickadee, chickadee, check. That's a slow one. Fuck, I wouldn't do that. Boy, Harper could play this for his girl tonight. That's what he lays it down. How does your son know this kind of music even exists? When you were 16, did you know this type of stuff existed? No, I was listening to Guns N' Roses, dude. Yeah, crap. Let me see if this is a fast one. I'll pick another slow one. I need beats. Daddy wanna Grammy, Grammy. There you go. Start rapping, Hopper. Okay. Lose my dad. I'm so sad. <laughs> oh boy. All right. On that note, um. Wow, we've gone long tonight. Uh, Doc, is it time to get out of here? What it is time to get out of here, but I did. We, I think we all are better for having heard family story time with the Minants. Bro, I'll never forget calling him going, the fucking shirt sells Minant, says Minants to society. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, do no, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. You're pulling my leg. You're full of shit, boy. I said, go grab the shirt, a one that you got. I don't feel like getting up right now. I said, go grab the shirt. And he got up out of his lazy boy, whatever he was doing at the moment, and, and looks at the shirt. He's like, bruh. Well, I'll be damned. Shit. And I, and, and I would have said, you must have been drinking when you passed or wrote it down and gave it to the whoever made the shirts, but... He never drank, bro. He wasn't like a beer drinker or nothing. So like he didn't drink hard liquor either, hardly ever. I mean, he drank, but just not often. 
Menance to society. Good God. You should have seen the design on this bullshit too, bro. It had like a it had like a a person on it and it had like a bandana over their face. It, it I thought was it would just... be a picture of you standing next to that brass knuckles trophy. No, he got some bullshit artist to do it that didn't know what the hell they were doing. And again, I'm shocked <laughs> that he sold all the shirts. Like I don't know. I, I still can't believe he sold all them damn shirts. I was like, dude, how'd you sell all them shirts? Let me tell you, doc, he, this asshole, like, he calls me, and he's like, uh, what time you want me to meet you there? Because this is before, like, cell phones were really, you know, like, a big thing. And I was like, I was like, well, I'll probably get there, like, an hour and 15. I like to get there before the actual doors open, so I'll probably be there an hour and a half, hour and 15 minutes before. All right, because I need you to let me in so I can set up. And I was like, you got that much shit? And I, he was like, yeah, so you can get me a table? I was like, yeah, that's not hard. I, I know the promoter pretty well. All right. So I get him set up with the table and he starts breaking out these boxes. Like, oh, shit. All right. So he got there. That bastard knew what he was doing. He got there early, had all the shirts. Thanks, Doc, for bringing up bad memories. That's Appreciate nice. It. You know, we couldn't all be father, have father a year like Hopper's dad, who yeah. walked around with a briefcase. And if somebody ever tried to fight him, hit him with the briefcase. <laughs> shit. I hate you. Okay, Doc, is it time to go now? It's been time to go. All right, well, Hopper, hit tagline. Oh, real quick, check out Our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. I got on so much of a rant about my dad and his stealing of my money back in the day that I almost forgot to mention my friends from OVP, and I thank you very much, Joe and Quinn, for all your plugs. And check out the bottom line cast. Uh, which is a pod on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, run by JV and Mike Prue, who do our ECW show on their feed, on the uh, Patreon feed. So thank you very much. Appreciate all the plugs, guys. Hopper, on that note, hit the tagline. Let's go home.